Um, we're going to continue in our I Am series, just looking at uh, John 10, 11 to 30. So if you've got your Bible with you, or you've got it on your phone or something like that, then feel free to turn to that. I'm going to read from the NLT. And it's, I'm the Good Shepherd. And what I want to do is I want to take some verses, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and express what Jesus is saying to us today from those verses. And then I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to give opportunity for you to pray. Okay? So it's going to be a bit of a... So let's just walk through it slowly and allow the words of Jesus then that have been passed to us to resonate and get a sense of what he's saying to the church today about who he is for us. I'm going to start in John 10, verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees the wolf coming. He'll abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. So the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't care about the sheep. Now, what's Jesus saying to us through this? I believe the Spirit is saying to us, I don't and I won't run away. I don't and I won't run away. When trouble comes, when you're attacked, when difficulties present, I don't and I won't run away. I am with you. I have promised to never leave you. Nothing can make me scared. Nothing can put fear in my heart. I'm willing to give my all for you, my very life. You can trust me. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. Let's take a moment to pray into that and then I'll give you some time afterwards to pray your own prayer. Jesus, I thank you that you look after us. You don't abandon us, but you see us as belonging to you. You have compassion towards us. You are for us. And you are protective and nurturing about us. Lord Jesus, help us to keep our eyes fixed on you and our gaze on you and look to you to be our protector, our shield, our stronghold in this life. We thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. I'll give you guys a moment to pray your own prayer into that. Okay. 
Verse 14 of John 10. Jesus says this, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. This is personal. It's not an ideology. It's not a political scheme or a power play. It's not how the world behaves. This is the king of heaven and earth who is a shepherd who knows his sheep intimately, personally, individually. I believe Jesus says to the church, this is me and you together. You on your own with me, you corporately with me, you all together with me. Above all, I want you to know me. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. It's intimacy. It's relationship. It's to know him and be known by him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are knowable. I thank you that we can get to know you. That we don't follow ideas and schemes of the world and principles. We follow a person who is alive, who is living and active in the world. And that you know us and you work with us so intimately and beautifully. And so, Jesus, we ask, draw us deeper to know you in a deeper way. Increase our knowledge of you, Jesus. Take us where we've never been before with you, each in our own journey, collectively as our journey with you. It's all about you and knowing you. And we thank you, God, that you know us and you still love us. Amen. I'll give you a moment to pray your own prayer. Verse 16 of John 10. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice. There will be one flock with one shepherd. I believe he's saying to us that obviously he came not just for those who would believe within Israel, but for those across the face of the world who would believe that they will listen to him and will follow. And the reality for us is there are many in this community, in this place of Bishop Stortford and around, who will respond to his call. 
who will respond to his voice and we want to follow him to them. We want to follow him to them because that's where he is. In the homes and the houses around this town where people are desperate to know the living God. People in need of rescue. People in need of hope. People in need of life. There are many in this place who will respond to me, I believe the Spirit is saying. Follow me to them. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have a huge vision of your bride. That you see a church filled with people from every single part of society and across the face of this planet. And Lord, like after an earthquake, we listen for signs of life. We ask you by your spirit to lead us and guide us to where you're bringing light into the darkness and life to those who are dead and perishing. Lead us by your spirit, Lord God, to go into the dark places, into the streets, into the highways and byways of this town and of the towns around to seek out and gather the lost. For your glory, Jesus. Amen. I'll give you a moment to pray. Verse 17 of John 10. The Father loves me because I sacrifice my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. This is how I rescued my people. Through my death and my resurrection... Power is displayed and testifies of the authority of Jesus. His rule and his reign is increasing and he will have his perfect bride. I'm going to move on to verse 19. When he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. Some said, he's demon-possessed. He's out of his mind. Why listen to a man like that? This doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon, others said. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? I believe the Spirit is saying to us today, this about the work of Jesus in our community and with us. I will proclaim my authority and I will be glorified. I will show you by my hand who I say I am. Expect more. Now, expect more. Do not have a small vision of me 
or who I am or what I do. The manifestation of healing was a proclamation of who Jesus is. It is a declaration of the validity of the gospel and the work of Christ on the cross for the salvation of many. And so it is by his spirit as we proclaim the gospel, as we seek for the healing of those around us, that the gospel and the name of Jesus Christ is vindicated and validated. It is the expression of the kingdom of God amongst us. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you not only came with a message that set you before everyone as the good shepherd, who in Ezekiel 34 comes and binds what is broken, seeks out the lost, heals that which is harmed, rescues and saves, but you ministered to the people by witness and wonders to declare who you are. And we know by your spirit at work in the church that you want your people to witness to this town and surrounding area by works and the gospel message who you are. And I pray, Lord Jesus, come in anointing by your spirit, Come by works of power, that as we proclaim who you are, through works of service, through serving you to proclaiming the gospel, that you would come and heal and save and rescue those in our community that are crying out. Indeed, those that don't even know they're lost and in darkness. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Move amongst your body invigorate us by your spirit, cause us to display your glory for your honour. Amen. I'll leave you with a few moments to pray. He is the good shepherd. We can trust him, absolutely. But he's a shepherd who leads us into pastures where we get fed and then we learn where to lead others as well to follow the name and the voice of Jesus. It's a beautiful picture in Psalm 23 for us that he's our shepherd that he has all that we need and he calls us to rest in meadows 
and beside peaceful streams. He renews our strength. He guides us along right pathways. And there's this beautiful picture that in doing all of those things I've just said, he brings honour to his name. Even when we walk through the darkest valley, we need not be afraid. For he is close beside us, his rod and his staff protect and comfort us. Shepherds would use the, the, the staff to poke out in hollows where there might be scorpions and things that might attack the flock as they move through an area. The staff to beat away the wolf and that which would come to attack the flock. His rod and his staff protect us and comfort us. And he prepares a feast for us in the presence of our enemies. You see, in our feasting on him, our eyes fixed on him when under pressure, when anxiety, when other things come, that we find the enemies are out of our thoughts because the banquet he places before us takes our whole attention and our celebration of him and knowing him and enjoying him just puts the other things in perspective and out of the way. We are honoured by being anointed by the Holy Spirit. He anoints our head with oil and our cups overflow with blessings. And so the psalmist closes Psalm 23 with this, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Later on in John 10, he says how no one can snatch the sheep out of his hand. No one and nothing, for no one is greater than the Lord. No one has more authority. And while we enjoy him, and while he calls us to come and enjoy him in greater and greater intimacy, he's stirring us to share him. Let me out. Share me. Let my goodness overflow through your life. Let streams of living water flow from you to your neighbours, to those you work with. Let me out. Let me out. Be asking, Holy Spirit, how can I let Jesus out today? Where are the broken? Where are the hurting? Where are those in need? Lord is saying, let me out. Follow me. I'll take you to the broken. I'll take you to the lost. Follow me as I lead you. And we'll have great joy together in the celebration. Thank you.